Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome back to RPG Hangout, the podcast in which we both pick a game and talk about it. I am your host, Leo, joined by my co-host, Nathan. What's up? So today, uh, the games of discussion are Jedi Fallen Order and Star Wars The Force Unleashed. We'll, We'll get into the discussion about those games later, but first let's go ahead and start off with the news. So, starting off, firstly... Uh, as of when this episode goes up, Uncharted, the movie, will be out. That's exciting. It is. I, I'm looking forward to it. First impressions on it are uh, actually quite good, so that that's good to know. I heard IGN give it a 7. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, of course, IGN gives everything a 7, but... So I heard from someone that I guess went to like the Europe premiere, or maybe it came out earlier somewhere else, but they said that it's like the Uncharted cutscenes. So if you like the Uncharted cutscenes, then you'll probably like the movie. So, there's that. That's fair. Yeah. On a similar note, Horizon Forbidden West also releases this Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, first impressions on that are also, it's really good. I'm looking forward to it. I just need to finish uh, Zero Dawn first. Yep, same. (laughs) Is that an RPG? I believe it does count as an RPG. Because you change I, your equipment, I, I would you de- level up. I would definitely say it's an RPG. Yeah. I might do that one sometime. Oh, yeah. I've, I've actually been kind of leaving it open for you to do. Because I noticed you took a lot of a lot of the new stuff, so i got to figure something out. Yeah. I'll leave the Horizon series to you. One you got it's it first fun. and you played it first. And also you tend to enjoy it a little bit more than me. I just like games where there's like a lot of adventuring and shit to do. Yeah. So next, this one I don't think either of us really care about. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 have been announced. I mean, that's cool, but yeah, I'm not... I don't really play Call of Duty, so... Yeah, and I, I hear that the like new Modern Warfare is not all that great. And then I don't really care about Warzone at all. So, it's just Call of Duty Battle Royale, which is bleh. And I'm, I don't really play Battle Royales either, so... Yeah. But this you do play. Cyberpunk's next-gen update is out now. 
Yeah, I got the update uh, the other day. Nice. Have you I haven't seen any changes yet, but I got the update. No? Well, that's <laughs> good. It still wants me to pay for the PS5 version. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's just at that point in time when I checked. Yeah, maybe. That's weird. I I did notice that it is fifty percent off, so I, I was like, mm, maybe. But then I was like, mm, no. <laughs> it's like I I wouldn't yeah, yeah. be able to play it right now anyway because like my PS5 is waiting for Elden Ring. Yeah, so it wants me to pay twenty five dollars to upgrade it. Oh. Yeah, that's rough. It's not even worth that. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Netflix is making a Bioshock movie. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I'm very curious how it's going to be. Like, are they going to do like classic, you know, underwater Bioshock? Are they going to do Bioshock Infinite Bioshock? What What are they going to do? I'm surprised that they haven't decided to make it like a TV series or something. They're making a Just Cause movie. I heard about that ages. Yeah, like it's supposed to be in development this year, though. Hmm. Well, we'll see how that goes. I wonder what kind of Just Cause they're going to do there, because um, those games aren't very strong on story. And the, and they're also making a Pokemon live-action TV show. Really, now? Yeah, so I hear. Huh. I know that they're, they should be looking at a sequel to Detective Pikachu or something like that. I haven't even seen the first one. It's pretty good. I just couldn't get over Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Yeah. I get that. It's just a. I'm sure it's funny and all, but it just doesn't really click for me. You know, it surprisingly works pretty well as long as you can kind of get over the fact that you know it's pretty much just Deadpool's voice coming out of a Pikachu in a deer stalker's hat. Then you're able to kind of enjoy the movie. Justice Smith is really good in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Elden Ring's PC requirements were released, and they're a bit silly. Are they like super heavy? Surprisingly, no, but at the same time, yes. So, my graphics card could run it. I have a 1063 gigabyte graphics mm. card. But the amount of RAM the game needs is bonkers. It takes 12 to 16 gigabytes of RAM. Good God. Yeah. It takes about 60 gigabytes of storage, which isn't too bad. Wait, 16 gigabytes? 6D gigabytes of storage. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> There's no way it's going to use that much RAM and only take up that little freaking... Yeah. Well, I was surprised that, like... Okay, cool. Like, my graphics card, if I were to get it on PC, could run this. That's awesome. Like, yours would probably be fine. It's just the question of how much RAM you have. Yeah, I know I know. mine's a 1070, like, graphics card, so... Yeah. I think it would run it pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's the actual... Like, the recommended is a 1070. But I honestly think I only have, like, 8 RAM. Right? I think that's about what I have. I have, like, not that much RAM to go around. Can you upgrade the RAM? I'm sure you can. Yes, you can. Uh, it depends on, like, what slots your thing has and what... Like, you'd have to look at your motherboard and check to see if it can take specific type of RAM. Like, what yeah, its max cause, can be. Because mine's a pre-made PC, so I don't know if I can. You can. You just have to open it up and look at the motherboard to find out what motherboard it is. Look up the motherboard online, and then it'll tell you the max amount of RAM it can take. Because usually pre-built don't max out the RAM. Right. Like, if I wanted to, I could add in, like, another bit of RAM to get it up to, like, I think I think about 12 to 16 gig. But I can do, like, no more than that. <laughs> so they've announced Sonic 3, the movie. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the new game, but I was like, wait, it's not 3, that's, like, Frontiers the or one. something like that? <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they've announced Sonic 3... A, a third Did they Sonic release movie. a second one? It comes out in April. Oh. So, it comes out very soon. 
but they've announced that they're doing a third movie and they're also doing a spin-off Knuckles series on Paramount Plus with Idris Elba. So, that's nice. Nintendo is closing the eShop purchasing of Wii U and 3DS games a year from next month. I saw that. That that actually might be good, maybe. Not really. It's going to jack up the prices of the physicals. And those were that, but they also might be planning to move all of those games to the Switch. I don't know. I, I wouldn't really like that, you know? I mean, the Wii U's kind of dead, to well, be honest. Well, yeah, of course, like, the Wii U, yeah, bring the Wii U games over, that's cool. But 3DS? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't <laughs> agree about the 3DS, because I still play that shit. Yeah. But, but, like, the Wii U stuff, I say just, like, that's fine. Yeah. Just just port the games over to Switch, like they did with, like, Skyward Sword. Well, yeah, I mean, they're doing that mostly, as is, so... But the thing is, it's just gonna block off people that, one, have 3DSs, and two, who didn't upgrade from Wii U to Switch, surprisingly. <laughs> I mean, if they haven't, then that's kind of unfortunate. Well, but... yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, like... That's why people were complaining when they were going to shut down the PS3 and Vita store. It's just like... I'm glad they didn't. Exactly. <laughs> like... I miss the PS Vita, dude. Like, so bad. Yeah. So, like, when I do Adventure of Mana, I'm doing it on my PS Vita. Because I, I have it downloaded good. on my Vita. But, like, the best thing about that, though, is like, all the games that I own for the Vita now are, like, hella pricey. So, it's... Yeah. Uh, like, I think Rumpa 2, right now, like brand new it's like three hundred dollars on amazon that is terrible (laughs) so i I feel like i got lucky getting the physicals of those yeah yeah you definitely are like i'm i have the only physical vita game i have is lego jurassic world (laughs) so yeah uh the final bit of news is there was a star wars the old republic expansion released the old republic yeah they they're still adding to that game oh yeah they're adding to that's the mmo one that we played for a bit. Yeah, yeah yeah i know but i thought it was pretty old and they weren't really doing oh, anything with it oh no it, it's really old but they've been consistently pumping out updates for it for as long as it's been out i did not know that yeah and the latest cool. uh, release i believe came out like today or a couple days ago so Damn. yeah uh but yeah that is the news on to the main part of today the games that we played. I played Jedi Fallen Order. Nathan played Star Wars Force Unleashed. So, technically, this is the first instance of us not really playing RPGs this week. I'm still <laughs> yeah. willing to count Jedi Fallen Order as a bit of an RPG, but... It's like half. Yeah, it's like a half RPG. Like, you gain experience like... and skill points and whatnot, and you upgrade your character, but overall, not a lot happens. I will say this now, like... The Force, the Force Unleashed is definitely way more of a hack and slash than an RPG. Yes. The Force Unleashed is definitely... Well, it's from the time of like an older kind of action game. Like A lot of them would yeah. consider it an action adventure. Jedi Fallen Order is very similar to... It's like a mix between, say, Dark Souls and Uncharted. So That's so weird. Exactly. Like you, like you think it it would just be like a a new age Force Unleashed game. It's similar. Like you can customize your lightsaber. You can put skill points into like different attributes. Like you know, to so you have more life, so you have more force, so that you can 
do this different move. You know, yeah, like that's a, exactly what Force Unleashed did. Yeah, so that, that's like what the upgrades are. But you like you know you gain XP and everything as you go along. But it's similar to Dark Souls because it has like you know the save points, and when you rest at a save point, it respawns the enemies. Uh, the enemies can kill you just about as fast as you can kill them, kind of thing. Oh god! So it it's you know it's that mix, and then it'll have like calm traversal areas like Uncharted does. So you it, just climbing around. Yeah, so you can climb on things. Uh, yeah, so there's a a scene. Where, like, you're climbing up an ATAT and, like, you're climbing the vines and going around it to get on top of it. And it's mm-hmm. very Uncharted. The only thing that's really annoying is how you initiate climbing. You know, in Uncharted, you just, like, run up to a wall and jump on it and you just go. Yeah. For Jedi Fallen Order, you have to, like, run and jump up onto it. And you have to press a button to actually, like, latch on. Oh, God. Yeah, so every time you... So it's like little nightmares. Yeah, so, like, you jump onto a wall, and, like, he'll dangle there for a second. If you don't, like, hit L2, he'll fall off. And then you have to jump back on. Damn. It, yeah, it, it's... <laughs> Sounds annoying. It, it can be. Like, once you get into the flow of things, it's fine. But, like, say if you jump from Uncharted to that, it can be annoying to start. And especially, like, the movement can feel a little bit um, stiff at times. Mm-hmm. Like... You feel like the character should be moving at least a little bit faster than it act- than he actually is. Oh, I, I get that for the Force Unleashed, too. Yeah. It's pretty stiff, but it's also really old. Yeah. So, well, so the, the combat reactions and everything are also just like a tiny bit like stiff at times. If you hit swing, guess what, buddy? You're locked into that swing. So <laughs> you're fucked. If... Swinging forever and ever. <laughs> Like, like those times in an Uncharted where you go into a swinging thing and then you leave for a moment and he's just standing there <laughs> swinging. I mean, kind of. Well, like, what I meant was, like, say you swing your lightsaber, you're locked into it for a bit. So, like, you have to hope that, you know, they don't hit you while you're trying to hit them. Or, like, you, you get off just, like, the millisecond first. Because you can't get out of the animation to block or anything. You're, you're locked in the animation. Yeah. As for swinging, there's, like, two different types of swinging that you can do. I mean, as for, like, vine swinging, I mean, there's the normal ones that you can just get to normally, and then there's ones that you'll have to pull to you using the force uh, when you unlock the uh, force pull down the line. And it it is kind of cool, but as it is, the the vine system can be a little bit finicky at times. Going through this time, it was not nearly as bad as it was the first time I played, but there's these sliding sections like in Uncharted 4, and you have to leap off and, like, grab a vine, swing across a gap and whatnot. And I remember the first time I played it, I just kept fucking missing the vine. <laughs> I would be, like, slightly off to one side, slightly off to the other side. Pretty sure I had hit it that time. God damn it, here we go again. <laughs> oh, my God. I had similar experiences in The Force Unleashed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, I would, like... Because, I don't know, like, the, the maps are all kind of look the same in, like, platform-wise. Mm. Yeah. So I wasn't really sure where I could jump and where I couldn't jump. So, like, I would, like, think I could go, like, down in this, like, this little cubby. I jumped down there and he just, like, die. Dead. <laughs> yeah. I have to start start way the back at the end of the level. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, luckily with Jedi Fallen Order, it's a little bit more forgiving. So, like, when you're in a non-combat area, if you fall off, it'll just spawn you back at the beginning of, like, up on top of the cliff. Or if you're on a slidey bit back at the beginning of the slidey bit. 
Um, so it's very forgiving there. Like, it'll still take a bit of your health, so eventually if you do end up dying, it will send you back to the, the save point. But other than that, the only way that you get sent back to the save point is by getting killed in combat. Something I, So the basic plot of the game is you are Cal it's Kestis. Canon, right? It is canon. So this game is canon. You are Cal Kestis, a ex-Padawan who just barely survived Order 66. You are on a scrap planet hiding out. Just doing your normal thing. Your boss is like, hey, we... we boss. We, it, it's a robot boss thing. It's like, hey, you need to go secure these clamps on, on the thing so that we can, like, cut the wing off and haul it away. And we're like, it's a bit dangerous. And we'll double your pay for, for the shift. And we're like, okay, that's fine. So you go <laughs> do that. Uh, your friend finds a Jedi uh, Starcraft crashed into the surface of this uh, Imperial, not Imperial, um, Republic Star Cruiser, and he's like, "Oh, we could get big money for this." And of course, just then they finish cutting the wing, and the wing starts collapsing. You slide off, and you use the Force to save your friend from falling into a pit. And from there, the Inquisitors come because you used the Force and outed yourself as a Jedi, uh, so they come to. <laughs> To hunt you down and kill you, but you escape with the so, help. Hmm? Oh, okay. No, never mind. Continue. Okay. Right. Well, you escape with the help of Seer, who is a former Jedi, and her friend Grease, who's a, a pilot. And uh, from there, she pretty much asks you, "Hey, let's try to restart the Jedi Order. Uh, we need to go find this holocron that has a list of Force sensitives, so that we can rebuild the Order." And that's pretty much what you're doing. So you're just going from planet to planet following this, like, archaeologist guy. Or at least, like, so he is most certainly, like, dead. And he's left a, a little robot called BD-1, who is, like, giving you these messages as you go along. It'll, he'll, like, scan a bit of environment and recognize, oh, I need to play a message here, kind of thing. And he'll play this yeah. message of this, like, archaeologist kind of Jedi who I guess had this holocron and hid it away while he was trying to learn about this ancient civilization for some reason. So you're just kind of going around from planet to planet, finding like temples and whatnot, evading the Empire, and just trying to go along kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's an okay story. I mean, I, I'm waiting for the sequel to come out, and hopefully it'll be a little bit uh, better. But yeah, I mean, overall it's a fun game. You can. It has difficulty mode, so you can whack it right down to easy if you need to. The first time I played, I played it on the one up from the bottom level, because the bottom level is just like story. Mm. I played it on that so all the way to the normal. Yeah, basically normal, normal or like uncharted easy kind of thing. Ah, but like so, you go through the entire game. It was fine until like the final boss, in which I was like, eh, and whacked it down to like the easiest difficulty and just finished it and was like, I'm done. <laughs> But this time, I started playing through on, I think it's Jedi Knight, not Jedi Knight, um, Jedi Master. Because the difficulty Ooh. levels are Story, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, and then Grand Master. And I tried playing on Grand Master, like the time before this, and got stuck on an area. And I was like, eh. So for this time, I was like, I'll just go one below that. And worked my way pretty much through a good chunk of the game. I'm at one of my less favorite parts of the game. Uh, so that's so where you I... didn't you weren't able to beat it again? I wasn't able to beat it again, but I have beaten it once, so I know like what happens. Yeah. Sadly, so similar to like last week, there is a bit of backtracking, and these maps that you explore can get big. 
Like, one of the planets you go through, you just kind of are walking through, you go through a village, and then you kind of work your way through a small little cave system, and then you go through this, like, entire, like, mining operation on the side of a mountain, and then you go into a temple, go through <laughs> that temple, like, it just goes ham, and then, well, you go through, like, this, another, like, cave system thing, then you go to the temple, go through the temple, and, like, pop out the other side kind of thing, and it's just, like, this big sprawling map that you end up with and you're just like because uh. <laughs> sometimes you then look at it and you're like while you have opened up shortcuts here and there you're gonna have to find your way out again yeah kind of intimidating yeah and where i was i was on and there's only like five six planets something like that that you go to and then you you go back through some like so you go through some planets and then you're pretty much told okay now go back through some more and oh, so so it actually is like quite similar to Force Unleashed. Yeah, like it... cuz you only go to like five planets and maybe a couple space stations. Yeah. Yeah, no, like and then you go back to them later. That was one of the comparisons that it had when it came out. People were like, "Oh, so this is like the new Force Unleashed, but, you know, not so overpowered kind of thing." <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> was... Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I did want to check when I came back to this game was the bugs then versus now. Because when I first played it, I played it when it came out. Now, a lot of this is probably attributed to my PS4 at the time. My PS4, garbage. It's like yeah. a Model 1 PS4. It was running, at the time, like the newest game. This is the end of the era, PS4 era game. Yeah, I, actually for- I actually forgot that it was before the PS5. Right? And it struggled. So there was a lot of graphical bugs. There was a lot of... Something that my PS4 liked to do for, like, graphically intensive games is it would unsync the audio. Mm -hmm. Or it would, like, freeze and the audio would continue. It was super annoying. (laughs) But luckily, that was not a problem on the PS5. The only PS5 issue that it had is some culling issues and some, like, weird... um, I don't know, echo issues, I guess you could call it. So when when you're in like a dark area, this is where it's like super obvious. Mm-hmm. You can tell that the game to hold the graphics and everything is doing a ton of culling. Y- you remember what culling is, right? It's a, it's when the, the game like pulls up files at a specific point, right? Well, it's more when the game hides something. So Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like like it's like something that's already there. And then after, like, yeah, I know what I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, like, to, to explain it for the listeners, uh, basically, it's what you can't see. So, like, behind you, usually the game unloads a large chunk of stuff behind you so that it's not, you know, being so graphically intensive on your computer or console. Um, and they'll usually do it for things that you just generally can't see as well so that the yeah. game isn't loading all this crap. At least visually. Like, it'll still technically be there, it just won't be seen. It'll be invisible, or see-through. Now, in... While I was going through, like, a cave, when, like, you're going around a pillar, you can see along the edge the culling catching up. So it has a little bit of trouble catching up the culling. So there's that. And then the echo thing I was talking about is sometimes as, like, you see something, like, moving across, like, say, a texture or something you'll see an echo of the character model kind of going across as if they're like, you know, like when you tap water and it waves out. Yeah. 
kind of like that, but like the character models like silhouette or something. It's really weird. But that, 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 that does sound weird. Yeah, those are like the only bugs that I could really say. And there's also like a little bit of flashing that happens, but that's mostly because of like pop in and the culling, uh, like coming in. So overall, it's not too bad. It's just it kind of takes you out of it a little bit. Yeah. And then I already kind of mentioned the gameplay. A lot of paths are locked off. So the main things that this kind of falls under is so it's Dark Souls esque, it's Uncharted esque, it's like Force Unleashed, and it's also like a metroidvania because there's a lot of like when you go back to planets with new powers then new paths open up to you kind of thing so there's that overall the combat's pretty smooth though it's very easy to like lose control of a battle it does the well actually it does what a lot of games do nowadays where like when there's an unblockable attack it'll like the enemy will flash red and then go to attack kind of thing yeah like there's always like a telltale yeah but the timing sometimes is a bitch. <laughs> like, technically, the the difficulty settings, what they change is, like, the parry timing and enemy health and your health kind of thing. But sometimes getting the, like, timing on, say, there's a rocket trooper who's shooting a missile at you. Timing the force push can be a pain in the ass. <laughs> because it's very easy to mistime that and just die. <laughs> so you have to be exact. Yes, you do. But yeah, so that is a Force Unleashed. Any questions about it? You mean the Fallen Order? Yes. <laughs> you said the Force Unleashed. I, I knew I was going to make that mistake at least once. I mean, I don't have too many questions on it, because it really just seems straightforward. It is pretty straightforward. Like my, my only questions was, like, uh, was it canon? And then, like, just gameplay-wise, like, how did it play? Which you explained that very well already. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it was, like, the first things you talked about, so my questions were already answered. Yeah, so, I mean, we can expand a little bit on, like, the canon thing. So, like, that, when does it take place in between the movies? So, it takes place five years after Revenge of the Sith. I have watched Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Okay. That's that's kind of funny, because that's when uh, The Force Unleashed was supposed to take place. Yes, that... <laughs> That is actually the the thing. Like a lot of people are just like, man, like it has a lot of similarities with Force Unleashed. The only thing is that you aren't, you don't become like Vader's apprentice or anything like that. It's almost like they were trying to redeem themselves. Kind of. I. Mean, it's a completely different company and whatnot. It's uh, done by yeah. the Titanfall guys. But but like the fact that it's so similar to the Force Unleashed is kind of sketchy. Oh well, yeah. I mean, there's probably definitely, like, a lot of inspiration from from The Force Unleashed. I mean, um, personally, I think The Force Unleashed was a good game. Like, when oh, I played it as a kid, yeah. it was great. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I loved it when you, like, as a kid. I, I remember, I mean, I told you this before the podcast, but I'll, I'll say it again. So, when we were younger, kids even, you might say, uh, I oh. I remember staying up as late as I could playing it. And I got to the final boss, but I had to go to bed. So what I did is I left my PS2 on all night and like went to bed and just like I would every once in a while just like keep an eye, make sure my PS2 was on, go back to sleep. Keep an eye, keep, make sure my PS2 was on, go back to sleep. Then in the morning I got up and then finished the final boss. <laughs> oh, those are the good old days where like we didn't have rest mode or anything and we just had to leave it on. Oh, yeah, and then worry that your PS2 would die in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, like overheat or something. 
Oh, that was my panic at the time. I think it was. I think that was one of like maybe two times I did that. I didn't dare do it again. But which, yeah. Uh, you saying that though is like kind of like a cool comparison to now, like playing games now. Because mm. like you you said like you stayed up all night and everything to play it, but yeah. I actually was able to beat it in just four hours. Exactly. <laughs> Like it's one of those so, things. So like the difference between playing a game as a kid and like really like feeling the game and playing it for the first time and then playing it when you're older, like knowing more of how, like how games work and like what you need to do. Oh yeah, like so, it's one of those things where you're just like, wow, really? This is only that long. The thing I had the most like that experience with was Ed, Ed and Eddie: The Misadventures. Uh huh. That game's only like two hours long. And I was like, really? I remember that taking me so long to beat that as, like, a kid. But yeah, I mean, that that's, like, the other thing, though, is, like, when we were kids, we would literally just go on a game just to mess around. Yeah. Well, the other problem <laughs> is um, with Ed, Ed, and Eddie, the Miss Ed Ventures, um, there's no real ending to that game. You just do, like, it's, like, three or four, quote-unquote, episodes, and then it just, like, it doesn't tell you, congratulations, you beat the game, or anything. You just... You just drop back into the overworld like normal. So I had beaten it, but I didn't know I had beaten it. So I would run around the world for like another like five hours trying to find the next level. And in reality, there was actually nothing left to do. Exactly. It sucked. I mean, yeah, I think a game should definitely have like something saying you beat the game, but, you know, you can play it longer if you want. Oh, yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's go ahead and... Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
uh, go into the Force Unleashed, actually, this time. <laughs> so you said you beat it in four hours, eh? Yeah. You can even you can even look at my Steam. It says 4.1. <laughs> yeah. Well, so did you I mean, there's, get a chance there's to do the DLC? A, I, I have not, no. I, okay. Like I said, like I beat it, and then like that's really all I had time for. Yeah. But I was just proud at the fact that I was able to sit down for one day and actually beat the game. Oh yeah, the that, story. That that must have been a nice feeling. I mean, like I experienced all the like DLC costumes and stuff that it came with, and like all the bonuses. So that was pretty cool. Nice. I just played it on the normal difficulty, and yeah, yeah I honestly forgot how short that game is. Yeah, it's like, only like a few uh, things. Like the levels were like pretty open, but very linear. Like you always knew where you were going. Yeah. And it didn't take you long to But like I said before, like the background of the world makes you think you can go that way, but in reality <laughs> it will just kill you. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's kind of a similar thing to Jedi Fallen Order cuz like where it is fairly open, it is mostly linear, but at the same time it does have branching paths and you're not entirely certain if where you're going is where you're actually supposed to be going. Like, you can go a long way down a path, not sure if, like, am I actually going the right way, or will it, like, be telling me, like, nah, you can't go here. So you just keep going, and then you find out, okay, you know, I am supposed to go this way. It was a huge blast from the past, though, like, going through the levels again. And how, how, like, silly fast the story pace moves. Oh. Because, like, this one was, again, supposed to be after number three. Yeah. And Darth Vader, like, Kills this Jedi, takes his son, makes him his apprentice. Then he names him Star Killer, which is super <laughs> badass. Which they and did. Isn't, bring isn't back. that the name of the Order sixty six base or whatever? Uh, it is. That is the name of the First Orders. Uh, the First Order, not Order six. Yeah. The, the First Orders, um, Death Star thing. You know, Death Star, but bigger and better, and a planet. Yeah, Star Killer. Yeah, so they called that Starkiller base, and then, I, if I remember correctly, what's the character's main, like, actual name besides Starkiller? It's like Galen, isn't it? Uh, they never specify his name. I kind of swear that they did. I kind of swear it was like Galen Merrick or something like that. Uh, I mean, I didn't recall seeing it at all. Do you remember they, what his they dad's just called, name they was? Just called, they just called him Starkiller. Do you remember what his dad's name was? I do not. I, I'm pretty sure that they... I, I'm pretty sure it's all mentioned in number two and not number one. Yeah, probably. But I'm pretty sure they took that name and they gave it to, um, at least part of it, to a character from Rogue One. Oh, really? Yeah. The guy that designs the Death Star, I believe. Honestly, I like the main character for The Force Unleashed. She's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, the actor has gotten a ton of st- work in Star Wars. So the guy that uh, plays Starkiller... In that he is the, I believe, voice of Darth Maul. He's either the voice or the body double of Darth Maul. Oh, really? I think he's the voice. I believe he's the voice of Darth Maul, and he is the voice of Darth Maul in the um, animated series. That's actually really cool. Yeah. He's gotten a lot of Star Wars work, and I believe he, he, I believe he might have helped out on Fallen Order. I think because he's like one of the main like fight choreographers I think that they use that's cool so like since the force unleashed he's still sticking around oh yeah and technically since before the force unleashed because I believe he voiced Darth Maul in 
in Phantom Menace as well. Yeah, like it, it was it was crazy remembering how fast paced the story is. Like, yeah, the of course the first mission is you playing Darth Vader and then you kill his father and then shows him like accepting him and then like the next thing you know like you're already on your first mission going to kill General Coda. Oh yeah, Rom Coda. Yeah, and then which is like a super epic fight, I might add. Uh, yeah. But yeah, basically it's like Darth Vader like sending him on test and everything and then. Literally only the third mission in, Darth Vader kills Starkiller and throws him out the fucking ship. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all, quote-unquote, a ploy to get to draw the freaking Emperor. Yeah. And he gets, like, super pissed because Darth Vader finds him and resurrects him, but with, like, new powers, like, super overpowered force powers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which but, is ridiculous. This was the early 2000s, so everything had to be edgy. So you had to have an edgelord character all the time. This, I believe, was around the time of Darksiders and shit. So you're like, yeah. the The main character was super edgy without the hair. <laughs> like, and then, like, his pilot, he had, like, yeah. a super heavy crush on. And then, like, before you know it, like, they're already, like, madly in love. Yeah, Juno Eclipse. I remember that. Yeah. So that was, like, interesting. Yeah. And then, like, once Darth Vader revives you, you, like, immediately turn back into his apprentice. And you're like, all right, like, what do I do now? And then you start a rebellion. And then you start, you know, being a good guy. You don't oh, become yeah. so edgy. You don't become so edgy because you're like, man, maybe the Empire is doing some pretty nasty shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, you just and then you find out that a you're, lot of stuff. You find out that, like, your father was killed by Vader... That's why, like, he's the apprentice. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk uh, canon again real quick. It's not canon anymore, I don't think. It is not at all. So, Like, it, it was supposed to be originally, but then they, like, scrapped that idea. Yes, yeah, so originally this game was supposed to be canon. It was supposed to be like, oh, this is how the rebellion started. And there's also this nice little what-if scenario that you can have fun with. But yeah, that makes like, sense with how, like, the story went in The Force Unleashed. Yeah, but they were like, we can't have a Jedi that's this stupidly powerful anymore. Dude, the main character was fucking... Cr- like, the powers, like, the skills that they give you in that game is insane. And, like, the fact that you could, like, pick up, like, three stormtroopers and just throw them around like ragdolls. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's my favorite way of killing them. And, like, oh, I and- love how... I love how, like, you force push, and then they, like, start tripping over each other and killing themselves. And it's fucking hilarious to watch. So, that actually, so, you can kind of do a similar thing in uh, Fallen Order. Uh Uh-huh. Is, like, eventually you get to the point where you can just, like, pull them off of, like, cliffs and just, like, ignore them. (laughs) So, you can, like, pull them off cliffs. You can, I believe you're eventually able to stop blaster bolts in the air as well. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's ridiculous that was um, one thing that i loved about the force unleashed though is that you can actually like grab the enemies like no matter what size i mean obviously you have to get upgrades for like bigger enemies but like just like pick them up and throw them around throw them at walls throw them at each other and like just see them like and then there's screams like their cries for help when you're like <laughs> holding them in the air and like the stormtroopers like wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, help me, help me! And then you throw him, and he's like, what? <laughs> and then you just see like health orbs come come up at you, like you don't even know where you threw him at. He's just gone. That, that actually kind of reminds. So in this is super fun in Jedi Fallen Order, 
that they have dialogue similar to that in uh, when you're fighting them. So like at first the the group of people will be like super confident and like just surrender. You're outnumbered and whatnot. But then as you start killing them, they're like, oh god, he's killing us. We need backup. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that stuff happened there too. Like, oh god, he's overpowering us. Like he's too strong. <laughs> Oh, that is fun. <laughs> We're being slaughtered. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so the canon ending to that game is you getting yeeted out a window. And um, that's, that's only the third mission. No, like the ending ending, like when, when you're given a oh. choice, you get yeeted out a window. Oh, okay. That's the canon ending. And then that leads into the second game, which we can save for some time. But that, that was... That one ending was supposed to be the ending that, like, oh, you know, wrapped everything up in a nice little bow. And, like, you know, leads into, like, a new hope and whatnot. But yeah. it doesn't fully work. <laughs> then, no, um... There was, there was a lot of aspects in that game that just didn't really fit with how Star Wars went. No. Then there was the, um, the non-canon ending where you become the new Vader and just start being a Sith. That's what leads into the DLC. Oh, uh. You see the ending. The, the ending that I got was uh, the emperor ends up killing you. Yeah. So, like, you don't get thrown out a window or anything. He just kills you, like straight up. I remember him chucking you out a window. Maybe uh, that's, that's at the beginning the, of the that's second the, game. That's the mission I'm talking about. Like, uh, you're like, hey, Darth Vader, I killed this guy for you, and then Darth Vader picks you up, stabs you, and throws you out the window, and then that's where he revives you and tells you to start a rebellion. Huh? Maybe I'm just mixing up those two parts of the game. I don't know. It's possible. I don't possible. really remember number two as much as I remember number one, though. Well, I think it might have been, like, at the beginning of number one, like, they do, like, a little recap thing. Emperor kills you, then just chucks you out of... I, I, for some reason, I distinctly remember a window. I don't know why. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you do get chucked out of a window. Yeah. Honestly, I think you get chucked out of a window, like, three times. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, I do have fond memories of... Force Unleashed. I, I want to go back and play it again, especially after hearing some of these memories, because I just remember how dumb that game is. It's fun and uh, dumb. The enemy physics is my favorite. Like, <laughs> they, they literally trip over themselves, and you don't have to do shit. <laughs> oh, um, I did want to mention, so the, the version that got released on Switch, or is going to get released on Switch, is not out yet. I was wrong when I said it was out. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's the Wii version, so it's the garbage version. Oh, see, that's yeah. the one that I played as a kid. I well, we also you played the PS2 one as well. Yeah, which was in comparison way better. It, oh yeah, and even better than that was the PS3 version. So, I never played the PS3 version of it. Well, technically now you have because that's what the PC version is. Oh, yeah, it was actually honestly I think this was like the first full game that I played on my PC too. Oh yeah. Like, max resolution and everything. Like, it was really cool. Nice. I played with experience. a remote, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Towards the end game, when you, like, uh, bring down the starship... Yeah. <laughs> took me an hour. Really? So, technically, it only took me three hours to beat that game. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Okay, so, I would, I would start bringing the starship down, and then TIE fighters would come up and, like, kill me. Immediately. So I had to start over, and it wasn't until a little bit, like a few tries, that I realized that I actually had to stop bringing it down, kill the TIE Fighters, and then start bringing it down again. Yeah. However, 
I took too long every time to kill the TIE Fighters that the starship would go back into place. Oh. <laughs> so it just, it was a slow, agonizing time of just slowly pulling it down, pulling it down, pulling it down, fighting the TIE Fighters. And finally, I got fast enough at defeating the TIE Fighters that I was able to actually pull it down. <laughs> and by the time I actually did it, I was so frustrated. Like, that was the only time I found myself super frustrated with how long that part took. And it shouldn't have taken me that long. Yeah. Like, I don't remember it being that hard. But, yeah, that was that was pretty frustrating. So, would you play Fallen Order? I do. I want to. Yeah? It, like, I, I do actually want to compare for myself, like, the difference between the Force Unleashed and Fallen Order. I mean, if you want to borrow it sometime, I do have the physical. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I just know that every now and then it's like goes on sale for really cheap. It does. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it's on sale now because there's a new uh, yeah, PS the Critics store. Choice or whatever. No, there's actually another one out. It's like a Planet of Savings or something like that. Oh, already? Yeah, it came out today. Critics Choice, I think, closed today as well. Oh man. Yeah, oh, but a lot of the same yeah. games are still there. Oh, they're still doing the add-on deals too. Cool. Yeah, they do the add-ons. Yeah. I'm but, actually yeah. going to check real quick if it's on sale. I mean, hey, you never know. At least I certainly don't. <laughs> yep, it's $15 right now. Well, there you go. So, uh, 20 for if you want the deluxe upgrade. There's not a whole lot in the deluxe upgrade. It's just some skins. Mm. So if you if you don't care about yeah, I mean, the uh, game, skins. The game looks beautiful. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's absolutely fun. It runs really well on PS5. Um, the only issue is, again, there's like little visual bugs. As long as you don't let those get to you. You'll have a you'll have a grand old time. Just be careful of what difficulty you choose, because <laughs> it, it can pretty... it can be a slog sometimes. I mean, the Force Unleashed was pretty buggy. Like I was doing the second boss, which is like the alien, the spider, like robot guy. Yeah. And uh, I force pushed him ridiculously really far into a wall, <laughs> <laughs> and he got stuck there for like ten minutes. Oh wow! And I thought I had to restart the game, but then like. All of a sudden, he just like, boom, other side of the room started attacking me again. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but like, the fact that you can force push the bosses, though, was re- like, when I was fighting General Coda, I was throwing that man around like a rag. <laughs> like, he oh, was screaming like... and <laughs> everything. And like, I was just like throwing shit at him, like picking him up, slamming him down. And like, that boss fight took me probably like a minute tops. <laughs> <laughs> It was ridiculous. Nice. That does remind me, though. Uh, there was something that that reminds me is that of the old canon, General Rom Koda was like the through line. He uh, was supposed to appear and technically did appear in Star Wars Battlefront Three, but it never really released, so it became Star Wars Elite Squadron on the PSP. And was he, he in that one? He appears in it. Yeah. Was that after the Force Unleashed? I believe so. Man, PSP, that's crazy. Yeah. It, like, it, it's a very rough story in that game. And <laughs> basically, he just, like, appears and is just like, you're, you're a Jedi, you're a Force-sensitive clone, congratulations, you, you fucking go. <laughs> and then he kind of disappears. Yeah, but, so the actual canon for the Force Unleashed is actually, like, all the way up until you get yeeted out the window. Yeah. Okay, I see. Well, at least... So then number you... two is just kind of its own standalone thing then, huh? Well, no, so... 
So the actual... So it, the game still is 100% not canon. Yeah. But at the time, the canon was... He was killed by the Emperor. Right. So the ending that you got was the canon ending. And that leads into the second game in which uh, you're a clone. Yeah. But yeah. Which so, is... The whole story of number two is kind of like crazy. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. your clone invaders like fucking hunting you down like a dog. There was originally a planned uh, third game, but they never got to it because the second game sold so poorly. Yeah, I was seeing that in like the community page of the Force Unleashed. There were like advertisements yeah. for number three. Yeah, so there, there was some concept art that they released, but they never got into like full production of the game, sadly. So it's one of those things. Ooh, you Anywho. can get all of the Star Wars games for $200 right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no... Like, you can get all the old stuff, like, bundled together. It's it's nice. Sometimes. <laughs> Expensive, though. <laughs> yeah. So what you playing? Uh, I've been playing Uncharted 4. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I just played The Force Unleashed, which really only took me a day. And yeah. I've been trying to I've been trying to get through Rumpel on the PS Vita again. Oh, yeah? So I can get them trophies. Nice. That's, uh, that's really about it. I haven't really been playing much of anything. <laughs> I played a little bit of Star Wars Battlefront 2 and whatnot, but um, I, I don't know, I, I just couldn't... I, I, I ended up watching a ton of anime instead. <laughs> I, in two days, I watched two whole anime. So, there's that. That brings me back to my childhood. Oh, right? Yeah, I watched um, Rascal Does Not Dream of a Bunny Girl Senpai. A dream of Bunny uh, Girl Senpai, which I've was not that one. yeah, it was not what I expected it to be. I expected it to like be all around that whole the whole like she's invisible thing, but that's like resolved by episode three. So oh jeez, yeah, I was like so I, after that it's basically just like full slice of life. Kind of. So it's it, basically this guy keeps getting embroiled in like these weird ass events. So it starts off with him being able to see her but more and more people not being able to see her or even remember her mm. until you know he fixes it then there is a girl that keeps resetting time so they keep looping the day um huh. except for he remembers that the day is looping so he he's able to fix it then there's a girl that splits into two versions of herself and whatnot and then, so it's like supernatural kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like this weird thing. They call it like adolescent syndrome, and I was like, oh, like they use that a that, lot in animes like that. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, so compare that to say how that's kind of like brought over in uh, Love Chunibyo and Other Delusions. Not the same thing at all. It is a good anime. That was, a, that was a, man. I watched yeah. that forever ago. Damn. Right. I watched that like last year or the year before. But yeah, not the same kind of adolescent syndrome at all. Mm. <laughs> Like, that one is like, Obviously. oh, oh, you know, you imagine you have superpowers. In this, it's, you <clears throat> so badly want something that it becomes, like, a reality. That's actually, I don't know if you've seen the anime Charlotte. I have not. But they use the same thing in that one, where it's like a, it's like a club of teenagers, and mm. they have, like, supernatural powers, and they call it, like, Adolescence, mm. but it's it's actually a really dark anime, and if you want to cry, watch it. Well, speaking of crying, 
the other anime I watched was um, Kono Oto Tomare, uh, The Sounds of Life. Oh, and yeah, I heard that one's sad. It's not, so it's not, it's not super sad per se. So it, it's about a club. These, uh, specifically a, the Koto Club. The koto mm-hmm. is the traditional Japanese instrument that kind of looks like a fretboard, just like on l- massive scale. It's like the size of a desk, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. and it's a club that's about to you know close. So he, this guy is trying to look for new recruits, and the first recruit is this delinquent, and the one immediately after the delinquent is this prodigy like a well-known Koto prodigy. So the delinquent is joining because his grandfather is the one that founded the club. The delinquent, sorry, not the delinquent, the prodigy is joining because she wants to pretty much prove to her mom that she is still good, like she's still practicing the Koto and whatnot and trying to you know get her feelings across to her mom who became very strict with her after her father died. Um, but, but yeah, so it's sad in the way that like the, the series is able to build a nice level of emotion and whatnot. And as it's like completing these storylines, you know, the emotion overwhelms you kind of thing. Oh, okay. And also like backed by the music and everything. It's a really nice series and whatnot. The, I've, I've just been slowly working my way through Fire Force. <laughs> nice. I have the, only... oh, the new season of Demon Slayer came out, so I have to finish that. Yeah, I heard about that. I still have to I'm watch excited. the first season. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, I got the tattoo. I really like it. Yeah. But um, the only complaint I would have about um, Konoto Tomare, what sounds like, is... Mm-hmm. The way that they decide to pace the show kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. So, each there's two seasons. Each season, they have the, like, midpoint song that they're working towards, and then the endpoint song that they're working towards. So, in the first season, it's they have to prove that they're actually learning the Koto, because a bunch of, a bunch of the people in the class are just a ton of delinquents. Okay. Or, like, you know, considered delinquents. It's the delinquent that joined because his grandfather founded the club, and then three of his friends who joined the club just to help save the club. Uh. Yeah, so they have to. Kind of like all... the melancholy of whatever. Yeah, Harari Shuzumiya. That was like one of the first animes I ever watched. That was one of the first animes I started and didn't finish. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But, um. So they, they joined the club, and then once the vice principal pretty much points out like yeah you guys just joined to save it like I'm not having that you have to prove that you guys are actually learning the Koto and everything so they have the they have a performance that they're going to do in a month's time so they have to learn not only the Koto but a song for the Koto in a month and that's the midpoint and then the end point is um, the I think it's the spring festival or the spring um it's it's a spring tournament, and they go through, learn a song for that, 
and they they just after their performance the season ends so you don't find the results out until the beginning of season two so Damn. you get you get to the beginning of season two you find out that they didn't win because well they kind of flubbed the first half of the song because <laughs> they fucking sucked <laughs> well no one of them had injured their hand right before the performance oh, of course uh, and so so the first half of the song is they're like a little bit out of tune and out of pace until you know all of a sudden they snap and they're able to kind of go forward and do a fantastic second half of the song um but for that one the midpoint is a school festival they have to they do a song and they perform on stage at the school festival and then afterwards they have the um the qualifiers for the nationals that's the season finale arc bit mm-hmm. and that one you find out you know they they win they succeed they go through but they still have the the nationals to do so i'm just waiting for a season three to be announced but there has yet to be news on that sadly damn yeah it, it so they're just sucks. gonna leave you in limbo for a while oh almost certainly just like i would like there to be a second season of uh, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, but um, they haven't announced that either. <laughs> I gotta get back into anime eventually. That so, the reason I watched both of these anime like back to back is because I was sitting there and like I'll flip through Instagram and I'll see like pictures from anime and whatnot, and I'll be like, oh man, I really need to watch that. And I was like, screw it, turned like went into Funimation and just watched all of. Rascal doesn't dream of Bunny Girl Senpai because I'd seen so many screenshots from it, so I just wanted to see it. Yeah. And then I had seen a screenshot from uh, Rascal, not Rascal, uh, Sound of Life. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'd seen a screenshot from that, and only when I started watching the second season did I realize that, oh yeah, I saw a screenshot from this. That's why I added it to my list. I was like, that's that's what I saw. Okay. Nice anime. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I believe that's it, unless you uh, played or something else. No. No? You, you know my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a, it's a yeah. <laughs> when I have time to do stuff, it's very specific stuff, so. Yeah. Mine's not too much better. To be honest, <laughs> but I do have a lot of free time. It's just like, in general, my life is a disaster. <laughs> yeah, brought on by this myself. At this day and age, really. Exactly. Anyway, so the onto the business of next week. So next week, uh, I will be playing Ghost of Tsushima, and Nathan. And I will. I will probably be playing The World Ends with You, or talking about the first game. So. um look forward to that i have the fun of fiddling around with the uh making the thumbnail for that episode <laughs> that is uh, <laughs> yeah anyway uh, thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're watching on youtube though there's not much to watch on the video version of this and if you're listening while you're working hard and oh yeah in your life and making that good money thank yeah. you Get really appreciate you <laughs> we do like very much um Seeing the the steady growth of this podcast has actually been really reassuring to me. 
like I get a little bit disheartened when there's like days where there's no listens, but once I That's see like, happen. Oh, yeah, but I've I've now kind of gotten into the rhythm of like okay, so Monday there's like a big spike on release day. There's like a little bit of a spike, maybe a bigger one, depending on what happens. But Monday's where the big spike happens, and then there might be a secondary spike later on in the week. And that, that gives me hope, and I, I really like seeing the numbers go up. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's definitely nice, but I'm trying to look at it as like, it's just like a a nerd event session, almost. Oh, yeah. and Just a, just a reason to nerd out about RPGs. And yeah, that that's kind of what I'm hoping that, well, one... What helps us continue going on is because it's just us talking about stuff that we like. And hopefully it'll resonate with people because we're just chatting. We're just having a little bit of a, a gab session about the games that we're playing. I mean, it's a little bit structured, but not terribly so. And if anyone wants to uh, reach out to us, we have a email. Yes, RPG we do. Hangout. Uh, official RPG Hangout. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. Sadly, then... we couldn't nick, uh, nick the actual thing. Um, and then there we have an Instagram we do. We have the RPG Hangout Instagram, or we have our individuals at uh, Died Within and Leo Legionnaire. And um, uh, if anyone actually is listening, I have a question, and you should send it to an email. Uh, which one of us do you like better? Oh, wow. Which, get get who's this divisive a, thing. <laughs> <laughs> whose opinions are a little bit... Which of our opinions do you relate to more if you've yeah. played these games that we've talked about? Okay. <laughs> so, like, not like, you know... I'm better than you, but <laughs> which one of which one of our opinions about these games that we played do you relate more to, or if it's like kind of like a mixture? Yeah, and if you'd like to respond to that question, feel free to reply in at officialrpghangout at gmail dot com. Again, sadly, we did not get the uh, just plain old RPG hangout as it is. Actually, speaking of, we might. Like, I know we've been promising this every week, and we still have yet to actually properly do it. I really we want might to, I just doing... don't have time. <laughs> I know. But we might be live-streaming these games together uh, on Sunday at some time, no specific time. Um, well, um, actually, I, I cannot stream The World Ends With You because I don't have a way to stream my Switch at the moment. Can't you just do the HDMI? Or do it's... you have to do World Ends With You in handheld mode? It's better handheld. Mm. It's touchscreen only, really. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, we'll figure something out. Uh, at the very least, I should be streaming Ghost of Tsushima, and he might stream something else. Yeah, that's fine. If anything, that's just... if anything, I'll just stream something else and yeah, play it on the side or something. Yeah. But uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us again, there is the email officialrpghangout then... at gmail dot com. Our Instagrams, yeah. our YouTube's. Yeah, you can... You can really reach Leo on the RPG Hangout thing, and then yes. you can reach me mostly on Died Within, but the yes. E is a three on Instagram. Yeah. The links are in the, the description, uh, wherever it is with the the podcast, um, and it is on, in the description on YouTube at the bottom. Um, but yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. Catch everyone later. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.